Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with Casey, where every show I keep saying, you can't miss this show. This is a good show. So we're going to talk about market conditions today, as, as we always do, because that's why I do the show. The market, you know, as we sit, right, um, interest rates are climbing, um, but we're still at 45% of the homes are under contract. There's still a lack of inventory on the market. Sellers still put the house on the market and get their list price. They may not get a, a ridiculous 150000 over list price, but they get what it's worth and they get what it's worth plus a little bit and they get what it's worth without a home inspection. So, you know, the last five houses that we've sold, <laughs> you know, every one of them, as long as you price it correctly, then, then it works. So it's really a great market for sellers. I'm going to show you a bad market for sellers. I'm going to show you what it really looks like back in 215 when we had a run up in prices and then what it looked like 216, right? And could that happen? That's what scares me. Yeah, 216 scared. This market doesn't scare me. 216 is what could scare you if that comes back. So let's talk about why it's a good time for seller in the seller's market. I'm gonna give you a five minute price check, right? So realtors come to me and I price their houses for them all the time. And I ask a question, how in the heck did you get at that number? How did you get at that number, right? Because they could be 75,000 or, or, or 100,000 off. You can't be off by 25,000. So, so I'm gonna give you a quick, easy test. I'm gonna take just random subdivisions, a Dominion Valley, a Piedmont, a Willisburg, and I'm gonna boom, in five minutes, you, we'll all know. I don't have to tell you what the house is worth. We're all gonna know what the house should be listed for. Don't know what it's going to sell for because every house, the only person that can tell you what your house is worth is a buyer, right? So that perfect buyer, the buyer that wants that neighborhood, that school district, he's got the kids, the size works for him. He loves the floor plan. He loves the backyard. He loves, they, love, they love everything about it. The wife's got to live in this neighborhood. That's perfect buyer. Now let them bid it. Let them bid it up. When they're done bidding, that's what your house is worth. The job of the agent is just to get people in the house, right? So, so we're gonna talk about that. I'm gonna go over some pricing and, um, and you guys are gonna look at a Dominion Valley like you're an expert and go, oh yeah, this works, this doesn't work and this, this, is, this is what it should be. Like that, right? Now we're also gonna talk about weaponizing four and a half percent listings. And I mean weaponizing them. So let me give you an example. Danny should get credit. Danny Sampson should get credit for changing the commission structure in Northern Virginia. His philosophy was four and a half percent, full service, same service as everybody else has. And you get two or three times the listings and get buyers off the listings. And that's the way we're going to do it. So when he did that, a lot of people had to adjust their commission structure. And they did. I mean, it got more competitive. Uh, uh, Paying selling agents went from 3% to 2.5%. Danny legitimized a 4.5% listing thing. I told him he was crazy, crazy, until he walked into my office and he had a uh, uh, one rookie of the year did 30 million back in 2000. One did 30 million. The next year he did it again with another different agent, rookie of the year for 30 million. Third year, he comes in, another agent, 28 million first year. It was like, oh my God, it works. 
it really worked. So I came to Danny, I came in with Danny and we were gonna you know, recruit agents and bring them in. And I would bring an agent in and we'd talk about it. And he'd say, well, um, if, I had, if I charge four and a half percent, I'd have to do twice the work for the same amount of money. They had four listings. I'm looking at the productions. They did four listings that year, four. And they have to do twice the, I mean, so one listing every other month is, is overworking you so i said screw it i'm not recruiting anybody i'm doing this myself so we went out and we took it and said not only four and a half same services but what if we perfected the pricing models the preparing the houses the marketing plan a predictive analysis which would tell us what happens if we could sell our houses in five days or six days when everybody else was selling their houses in 20, 30, 40, or 115 days. What if we not only did four and a half, but we perfected how to sell a house? I'll show you what the results are on that one, because that's pretty impressive too. So anyways, we're gonna go over all of that today and how we're taking that, weaponizing that four and a half percent and how we're working with agents in other markets. I can only go to so many listing appointments. But if I had a top agent, a rock star in Willowsford, and he took all of our tools and that four and a half percent and went to all sellers and said, nobody's paying more than four and a half in this market again. Boom, game over. Well, what if you did it in other markets and other markets? It doesn't take a ton of my time. I've got plenty of time, but to, to to give them that weapon to go into a market, I will guarantee you if we put him in, I'll guarantee you Ferris will be number one agent in that market within 12 months. No questions asked. And we're gonna do it with other agents too. And we'll get to that in a minute. But first let's take a look at the market. Let me take you guys on a ride. Uh, let me make sure I got my, uh, my um, the right stuff set up here so we can be a little more efficient. All right, so let's take you onto my screen. And let's show the slide. All right, so what you're looking at is the market conditions. And again, we know that way back in, and again, I, I hate it when I do this, because um, sometimes it, sometimes it uh, shows everything and sometimes it doesn't. There you go. All right, I hope you can see that. See, when I make it full screen, it doesn't pop. So let me do this. I'll take them one at a time. Okay, <clears throat> so you can see here <clears throat> that 45% of the homes are still under contract in some markets at 55%. So understand that when 45% of the homes are under contract, it's a neutral market. What does that mean? Smart sellers win, dumb sellers lose. And I'm gonna point that out to you here in a minute. So, so smart sellers are doing just fine. I mean, all of the homes that we put on the market, the last five have all sold, all at or above list price, only one had a home inspection. So as long as the home is prepared and priced correctly, there's no sweat. The homes can go on the market. And let me tell you, sellers need to think about getting their house on the market right now. There is no inventory. And you're dealing with people that are overpricing their houses. So if you want to sell your house, you need to get it on as soon as possible in this market. I don't care about the rates. People know they'll get low interest uh, they get lower interest on a adjustable rate mortgage. They'll date the rate, marry the house, and then they'll refinance later, right? 
So we're not worried about that. But here's what's here's what really is is why sellers need to get on the market. Okay, so these are the this is the um, um, that is the percentage of assessment of people that have their house on the market that are either pending or sold. One eighteen. People that aren't selling, sitting on the market, or withdrawing. One twenty nine. Look at the spreads between the smart sellers in green and the um, what's the word I want to use? People that are getting bad advice. These people are getting horrible advice. Maybe it's from a realtor that doesn't know how to price. Maybe it's from a realtor who just wants a listing and doesn't mind what they put it on for as long as they get the listing. But look at the difference. So we have a clear path. And I'm going to show you in a minute how I get these numbers and how anybody could do it. It's, it's really fast and it's really simple. So we'll, we'll go over that here in a minute. But let me show you what a bad market is like. Okay, so this is 2016. These are homes between $1.5 million and $2 million in Great Falls. There was 42 of them on the market. The only home that was under contract was my listing on Bobolink, right? The rest of them were all active. Now, if we said 45% of the homes were under contract, in today's market, we'd be up around here. This down would all be under contract. But back then, only one house of all the of 42. So, you know, that's like 2% two, 2 of the market. 2% of the market was under contract. Let's look over here on Park Street, um, between 1.3 or over 1.35 in Vienna. There were 65 homes on the market. This isn't all of them. There's all of them, right? So you had 65 homes on the market and only two were under contract. This is my listing on Park Street, right? So what happened was the market moved. All of a sudden, we, we, were, we were competing at a number. And then I looked, I, I looked out there and said, oh my God, look at all these houses that came on the, that are on the market. So we had to make our price adjustment, moved it down and sold the house. Let me show you what it is today. That's what it is today. That same market, that's what it is today. One, two, three, four, five, six homes active. One, two, under contract. So that's 25%, not 1%, not 2%, but 25% of the homes in this market are. Now I'm gonna show you why these homes aren't selling. So it's, this is not rocket science. These homes sold in five days each. This home was overpriced. And we were the buyers. So we bought that house and we bought that house for significantly less than less price. So, so that's, that's the way the market looked now. This is, you know, that's the way it looked then, right? So it's, it's, this is a, a, a problem and difficult for sellers, but this is not. So if you have a home you're trying to sell, you need to get that on the market as soon as possible. Now, I'm gonna switch over here and I'm gonna go on to MLS and show you how I do all of this. So let's say that this is a market between, and I search 1.5 to $2 million and I lay them out in this format. All I do, and I can do it really quick and I'm gonna do this for like a Piedmont or a Dominion Valley here in a minute. So I go over to my model Watch this. 
punch it in, get rid of everything below it. All right, now I'm going to come up here and I'm going to say, get rid of a little cleanup on all seven. These homes aren't selling. And their average um, percentage of assessment is 132. So what's not working? So this is 132. Okay. And what is working? Okay, these guys, I know based on this, that that number is really going to be 128. All right. So what worked? 123. That's 123% of assessment. That is 9% less than what people are asking. Let's look at what they were getting. These are the closed, these closed. So they were getting 125, right? And you got a couple of cancel. I'm gonna take this canceled out because that's, I take out all anomalies. If there's a number two whacked out, I just take it out. All right, so let's take a look at this. In Vienna, in that market, the homes that are selling and they sell at about 97% of their list price. So I'm assuming they're gonna sell for about 120, 120%. So we were getting 125, we are getting 120. And what's not working is 130 to 140. Does that make sense? So you go into a market and go, well, you got all these houses on the market. No, they're just overpriced. They're overpriced, yeah. And when you have a home that's active and it's been on the market for this many days, there's something wrong with the house. So these are the days on market of homes that did not sell, that are sitting currently sitting on the market. These are the two that were put on the market and were either priced correctly or we knew we could get the price to where we wanted it and we moved on it, right? So I hope you, I hope I've, I hope I've got this, uh, let me get rid of this. I hope you guys can easily see that you know, in Vienna, in this price range, these are the price, these are the percentage of assessment for homes that are active, right there. Here's the homes under contract, and that's what their average is. And here's the homes that sold, right there. So it's very simple for me to look at this market in two seconds and say, the people are overpricing it by, you know, 130 to 140%. The ones that are selling are somewhere around 120%. And the ones that have sold before at 125, which tells me markets are down about 5%. Now, real quick, I'm going to go to some, some markets real. I'm going to do this. And again, agents can call, can send me a request at any time. And I can price it for them at least. I can't tell you what the house is going to sell for, but I can tell you what the homes that are selling are selling as a percentage of assessment. For my houses, we do a more in-depth um, a much more in-depth uh, program. So, um, but just just so that agents know, if you need some help, you can just give us a call. It takes me five seconds. Watch this. Let's look at Dominion Valley. All right. So let's say we want to keep it under a million bucks. All right. So we're in Dominion Valley. We're under a million dollars. There's 32 homes on there that are either under contract or pending or withdrawn. Let's take a look at it. Let's scratch them. So what I do is I just pick them up like this, move them over here, put them in my little input. All right. 
Watch how fast we can analyze this market. Let's take out all the Vienna, oops. Take out all the Vienna stuff. All right, so let's see how much we got. We got, uh, this is eight homes under, eight homes active. Nine homes under contract. Again, that's over 50%, so that's pretty healthy market. Let's see what people are asking for their houses. They're asking 122, it's not working. The people that are under contract, All right, 107. People that sold their homes. Sold them for 122. And these are expired or withdrawns. Yeah, all of them, geez. So these right here are the ones who were pulled off and didn't sell. And these are sitting at 121. Yeah. What didn't work, 121. So the average, so you can see real quick, you and I just jumped into Dominion Valley and we're looking at the homes that aren't selling are about 121. Well, guess what? That's what they were selling at. But the ones that are under contract, look at what their under contract is. Let me get out, there's an anomaly in here. Let me throw that out. Let me give you a better number. After throwing out the anomaly, now we're at 114. That makes more sense to me. Okay, so they've gone from 122% to 114%, which is an 8% drop and consistent with the rest of the market. So in analyzing the, and I can do the same thing with Piedmont, I can do the same thing with Willisford. In fact, one of the reasons we targeted Willisford is we looked at it and where people were asking and what they were selling for was dramatic. Absolutely dramatic, right? So, so this is a five minute way that we can list houses. And I had somebody send something in from um, uh, Upper Marlboro. What do I know about Upper Marlboro? But within five minutes, I could tell her she was $60,000, $70,000 overpriced. Clearly $70,000 overpriced. So she went to her seller and she adjusted. Agents should do that before they list the house. So I told everybody about the predictive analysis. You know, put it on coming soon, test the price. And then if you don't get it, then you got to drop it and, and then you can launch. But if you're a hundred thousand over list price and you don't hear anything and then you drop it 50, you're still 50,000 over list price. You still don't know if you have a buyer pool, right? So, so don't do that. You've got to price it close. You got to, you got to be like the price is right. You got to get as close as you can to the number without going over, right? And the price is right. If you go over, you can hit the buzzer, right? So uh, real estate pricing is get as close as you can without going over because we don't want to lose all those buyers in the buyer pool, then test it. Then you can narrow in on where that price is going to be. And that's you when you launch. That is why. We, uh, that's why our average sales, six, seven days, even today, even today. Now, do we get some homes that are, are going to be very difficult to sell in any market? Yeah, we do. But the gold standard listings that we put in are all five, six days still. All right. 
All right, so let me go over something and let's let's talk about <coughs> let's talk about weaponizing this four and a half percent. Because I'll be honest with you. I hate to analyze a market and then have somebody. I hate to analyze a market and realize that people are just wasting a lot of money. So the Casey Sampson team and the agents that we work with have one common enemy with all sellers, anybody that's going to make us lose money or take our money. Any money loss is bad. Now, I can't think that anyone out there, any seller is saying, I'd rather throw away $20,000 or $50,000 or I'd rather get $100,000 less on my price. I think that's a good idea. So that's not true. We know all sellers want to maximize their profit, make more and keep more, keep it, right? So now I can only do so much, right? I can only do so much, but in teaming up with top producers all over in their markets. And I realized last night we were at the Halloween parade in Vienna and I kind of got it. It's like, you know, people in McLean want a McLean realtor, people in Vienna want, you know, I understand that. I get it. You want somebody that understands the customs and the culture and the community <clears throat> working for your home. I get that. So <clears throat> difficult to get into McLean when I'm basically a Vienna guy, but a top producer in McLean that has name recognition, when we team up with them, we were going to dominate that market when we get there. So let me show you. Let's start with a four and a half percent commission. When I was trying to get agents into Samson properties, I said, yeah, four and a half will get you a lot of listings, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you have to do twice as twice the work for the same amount of money. Well, let me show you how the math works. So let's say we take a $1.3 million house and the total commission's 3% and that's going to, to the company and that's $39,000. And a percentage is going to have to go to their broker and they keep the rest. So this is what they make. But at Samson Properties, top producers don't pay anything to the company. So you see, we ask four and a half, get that number. And that's what we get. Only we get it six times as many times. So when you drop the price to four and a half, you make the same amount. Of, we make the same amount of money. And yet the sellers save 20 grand a listing. I mean, a full point on a point and a half on 1.3 million is, is almost $20,000. So at this point today, most of the sellers in Willowsford are all spending an extra $20,000 and that's going to be eliminated. We're going to shut that down right now. we got things going after them this week. That's putting everybody on notice again, weaponizing the four and a half. So, so when you look at it, we'd rather have the market share. Now, again, as I said, Danny's theory was, you know, yeah, you can do twice as much business. That's fine. But you can get buyers and you get other, you know, you get other things from that. And my thought was, but what if you did everything better than everybody else? What if you listed it better than everybody else? What if you priced it better? What if you marketed better? What if you prepared it better? What if you, what if you contract negotiated better? And you got this great track record. Then this is what happens on that. Okay, so this is Samson Properties production. And Samson Properties does not promote four and a half percent. They don't, because a lot of people want to charge five and a half or six percent. And I totally agree with that. I think the, all those agents should do that because it makes it easier on us that, that know how this works, right? But that's, this is the listings that I've done that I walked in on this year. So I walked in the house on these. These are the other listing uh, agents, by the way, this is Ferris right here. Ferris is number three agent. He's a big boy. 
there is number three agent at Samson Properties. So you got number one teaming up with number three to go and, and help the people from Willisford. So, but this is what it's like. It's not like, you know, if you take the, the average agent and they're doing 15 million, right? I mean, you're getting at least six times the volume. And, and, and then this is Virginia run, but this, this looks similar. The Vienna model looks exactly like this. this uh, the Vienna, uh, we're up at 88 million and everybody else is down at around 13 million, uh, the top producers. So in fact, if you charge less, you get more and make more. This is Virginia run. I don't live there, but Pat does. So we went into Virginia run and that's our volume. Now this agent from Long and Foster charges everybody 6% and had been there for 20 years. That's fine. Until we show up and can offer a better product at four and a half, that's fine. And I'm sure people still use these agents, you know, that have used them over the years, but we don't see any need to pay an extra $20,000 for realtor's fees. And as well in, in Willisford, there's an additional problem that the agents were encouraging people to, um, they were encouraging people to spend exorbitant amounts of money. I mean, 20 and $30,000. I don't think we've ever spent maybe 50, maybe if a house really needed a ton of work, but our average is about $3,000, $5,000, $6,000 to fix a house up, to make things current, to do the customary um, um, upgrades like, you know, paint and hardware and lighting fixtures, you know, things that make a house pop, right? 2020, pop. So they were also charging people $30,000, $20,000 having an interior designer come in and put up all this elaborate stuff in their house so their house would look great. I'm not a believer in in staging. So if I don't do staging and my numbers are that way and our listings sell in the first, you know, five, six, seven days, then staging doesn't help. It just doesn't. I mean, nobody can prove to me that they have done more volume or sell faster. I mean, I watch people that stage homes and they sit on the mark for 20 or 30 days. I mean, I just don't understand that. So, so there's no evidence. There's no evidence. Let me get rid of this one screen bugging me. There's no evidence that staging helps. So again, the, the, the theory here and where we're going, and when we talk about weaponizing, I'm talking about weaponizing this in every neighborhood. I'm talking about going out into a Piedmont, Dominion Valley, um, you know, Cascades, uh, McLean. You know, I'm talking about taking this out because really when you have the tools when you can perfect the pricing model, we've got it knocked out. I don't have to invent it anymore. It's already been tried and tested. So when you price homes correctly, which is what ours will be in every market, and they're marketed correctly, and we teach people how to, you know, get these houses, you know, prepare the homes with the right, with the right cosmetic improvements. Um, the four people we have on our team, you know, the 30-somethings of Kelly, uh, Colby, Morgan, and, and Billy. Amazing that they brought in this, this is how we're going to modernize this house for under 5,000 bucks. And it's phenomenal. So when we bring that, when we bring the predictive analysis to every neighborhood, we bring up the four and a half percent model to every neighborhood. Now, sellers in that neighborhood, in Dominion Valley, are going to not have to pay more than four and a half percent. 
They're not going to sit on the market for prolonged periods of time. They're not going to have their homes listed overpriced and have them sit where they actually lose money. They're not going to be working with agents that accept um, um, escalation clauses on contracts, which I can prove can cost a seller 50, 100, $150,000. Um, you know, real, just real quick, we had a home that was 1.4 million and we only had one contract. And the lady, the agent disclosed to us that they'd already lost three or four contracts. So I said, well, we're going to need your highest and best offer. That's all we had. They had an escalation clause. I said, we don't allow escalation clauses. I need your highest and best offer. So she brought back the, the contract within 30 minutes. She sent it over. It's 155. 155. And they removed the home inspection contingency and they removed the appraisal. So with no other contracts in hand, we made our sellers an extra $150,000 and removed a big nasty point, which is a home inspection. All because of the way we negotiate contracts. We're bringing that to every neighborhood too. We're gonna bring that. And we're also gonna bring with us, why don't we, the knowledge of why we don't get home inspections on a lot of our properties. Because I can tell you, they kill a lot of deals Home inspections kill a lot of deals and cost sellers a lot of money. What's our job? Casey Sampson team and its market agents and the sellers have a common enemy. Anybody that wants to take our money, like home inspectors. Home inspectors want to take money. Agents and buyers want to take your money because they want to get the home for less. So listing agents want to charge more. We're going to eliminate them. Buying agents want to pay less. We're going to eliminate that because we're going to create competition on the house. Home inspectors want to take your money. We're going to, we're going to take that card right out of their hands, right? Because of the six-point inspections we do pre-listing, it takes that card right out of their hands. And an interior designer that says, you know what you need, you know what you need, you know what you need, you need to spend $20,000, $30,000 on shiplap. Well, you know why? Because that's what they sell, shiplap. So we're gonna save sellers from that money too. We're gonna to save them from agents that charge too much, agents that wanna cut their price, home inspectors wanna take your money, interior designers don't wanna to spend too much money. If you have a common enemy, if you're a seller and you don't wanna spend any more than you have to, to get as much as you possibly can, to make more and to keep more, we're coming to a neighborhood near you. And if it's not gonna be me, it's gonna be a well-known agent in your neighborhood that you know and that knows you and your customs and your communities and all of the great things about your all the amenities of your community they're coming to a neighborhood to you and we're going to make sure that happens my name is casey sampson you've been watching coffee with casey you can catch me here every week at 10 30 on thursday mornings or julie puts up podcasts and puts it on youtube and all that other stuff so you can tune into that. But if you need me, if you're selling your house and you should be selling in this market before we get 50 homes active for every two that go under contract, we need to get your houses sold while prices are still high and buyers are still definitely out there. So give me a call at 703-508-2535 or Casey at CaseySampson.com. We'll see everybody again next week.